Hello and welcome back to Little MB. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give your likes to the podcast, and share the podcast when you like the episodes. For those who already do these things, I appreciate all the support. Hey y'all, so... Before I get started today, apparently I got a notification that some things are changing on this podcasters for Spotify or whatever that I record on. So I don't know what that's going to mean. I don't know how long it's going to take me to learn the new process or anything, but it's supposed to start in June. So everything should be fine for a little while yet, but just want to give a heads up to that now. And as I remember, I will mention it again. But I think what I'm doing today, even though you're probably used to me having guests on here when I do the didn't see that one coming segment, I think it's important because there's a lot of blind people out there who don't know how to do shit for themselves. And some of it, they might be able to blame on their upbringing. Because there's a lot of blind people out there who are basically pampered, who are socially deprived, who are taken care of from day one by a parent or guardian. And it's not doing the blind person any favors. You know, I've said how many times before, you know, when it came to doing things with my dad or my uncle's grandpa, something like that, they'd always say, your eyes are broke, your back ain't. Get in there and get it done, you know? And there were a lot of things that I had to figure out on my own, but by the same token, when it came to other things, such as plumbing, which I've talked about, Whenever I helped somebody, I was usually just an extra pair of hands. But I always listened to what was getting done. I always asked questions and stuff like that. When I've talked about plumbing before, I've talked about how I tied into our existing water line. And in the house that's 90 plus years old, that's not exactly easy to do. And you can run into issues. Because if you have a leak with something and you fix it, that pressure that gets built up from fixing a leak can cause one somewhere else. But you need to know that I didn't just start by tying into an existing water line to run water line for the washing machine I set up in the basement. I had done other things. I had hooked up faucets for a washing machine before. I installed a sink to already existing water lines, to a sink that no longer worked. You know, I I started with smaller things when I was doing it on my own. I didn't just all of a sudden start installing water heaters with the gas line. You know, the first time or so when I was a kid, basically, I helped my dad. And I asked what he was doing. What are you doing here? What are you doing there? And 
especially with something like plumbing, you can feel your way around probably 99.9% .9 of it and get it done yourself. You know, so it's definitely something you can do. But the thing is, a lot of blind people just don't know it. And they think that people like me either can see a lot better than what I can or think I'm a liar, because guess what? There's a lot of blind liars out there that don't want to be criticized for not being able to do something or don't want to feel bad because of it, which is ridiculous because it's no different in sighted people. Some people are really good at carpentry. The majority of people aren't. Some sighted people are really good at plumbing or electrician work. Most people aren't. You know, like a buddy of mine is a phenomenal artist. Check out tacticalartwork.com. Most people aren't. You know? And even though I'd say my buddy Billy Hawk has an especially great talent when it comes to art, that doesn't mean he didn't have to work at it and try. He had to figure out what worked, what didn't. Things like that, too. You know? It's no different if you're blind. It really is not. There's certain things you can do. I got a bro named Ishmael who's completely blind, and he does some carpentry himself. You know? Um... That doesn't mean every blind person out there is capable of doing it. I can tell you I'm not when it comes to carpentry. I mean, good Lord. You'd think I was mentally handicapped, not blind, if you saw something I tried to build. But I brought this up because last week I didn't get a podcast put out because I was extremely busy. And so I'm not going to get in a doing ice bath, but... It kind of has to do with that to a certain extent because there's a huge bathtub in the upstairs with jets. That's what I use. I've talked about it before. There's a little wall at the foot of the tub and on the other side of that was a stackable washer and dryer set. They hadn't worked for a long time and it was one of those things that it's like, what am I going to do with the chest freezer if my aunt gives me a chest freezer? Because she had one she said they'd used it once and then it's just sat there ever since for five to ten years, something like that. So she said I could just have it. I was like, well, that fit perfect right in that cubby because it's not, it's not one of the big ones. It's a smaller one. And so I was like, well, I'm going to have to get that dryer and washer out. So first thing was a dryer where I had to disconnect the gas, shut the gas off. First off, if you're going to do any plumbing or gas line work. If there's not a shut-off valve there on the line, you'll have to shut it off at the house. And if there's not a shut-off, you're going to have to think in advance. Because if there's not a shut-off there, right by your dryer or your water heater or whatever, and you're not going to replace something that's going to use that gas line, you need to have a plug and pipe dope already handy to plug the line. But this had a shutoff, so I got it shut off, got the gas line disconnected to the dryer, and got it unplugged, got the vent disconnected, you know, pulled it off the dryer, the one that goes to the outside that vents the exhaust from burning the gas. 
and there's a toilet real close to there, so I had to be real careful. Now, I can remember having to take it down once before, but I was powerlifting at the time, and it was a lot easier. A lot easier then. <laughs> it was a lot stronger from powerlifting. But either way, I still got it lifted off, got turned around the toilet, and got it set down. Then I ended up getting the water line disconnected, the water hoses, got the faucets shut off to the washing machine, got those hoses disconnected. And my cousin came over and helped me lift it out because, once again, it couldn't be slid out because the toilet's in the way. So we had to lift it up over the toilet. And so I'm talking about this stuff because you can think around so many issues. You can think around so many of them. When this washer and dryer was new, it took four of us to get it moved upstairs. And it is because they barely, barely fit through doorways. But they had to be lifted up over the banister going upstairs. There wasn't enough space in the landing to push it around the corner. It was too tight wouldn't fit. And so I spent a day sitting and thinking about it. It's like, I doubt I'm going to be able to find three dudes, two dudes, you know, not counting my cousin who said he'd help to help me get this shit out and lift it over the banister. Plus, if I was going to have to, like, do it this way, there was a bookcase in the hallway upstairs. I was going to have to move into my room. There, there was just so much stuff that I was going to have to move and rearrange to make room to do this work. Which, if you're going to do something like that, have it already ready before people come over. If people are going to be nice enough to come help you, get the shit set up first. Don't have them sitting there waiting for you to get it done if they're going to come help you. But either way, I was like, you know, I felt around on the back of the dryer because I, I can see light, but that's about it. So I felt around, I was like, wait a minute. The back of this sticks out quite a ways, and I feel a bunch of screws on the back. Maybe if I take them off, the back will come off. And so I did that, and the back came off. And then on the front of the washer, I got the door off, started popping the paneling off. There were parts that I could disassemble and take off of it. And I was like, well, I should be able to do the same with the dryer. And I did. So I carried all those loose pieces out to the porch, and then I was able, I made those narrow enough, I was able to slide them down the hall without having to move that bookcase, without having an issue getting it through any doorways. And then I just took them down the stairs, I got in front of it, and leaned into it, and let it slide on its uh, tops, the smooth top or bottom, depending on which unit I was hauling. And I was able to slide it right around that banister and out the door onto the front porch. You know, down around all the corners and everything. It took me a day and a half to take it all apart because those things are not made to come apart, let me tell you. You know, but there was a lady that was going to come that my uncle knew, referred her to me, to come pick up our junk because I had an old refrigerator in storage. My aunt had a washing machine that crapped on her, so she, 
her daughter had one she was going to be able to have, and then she was going to give me the chest freezer. So I already had the old washer and dryer down on the porch. So then when my cousin came over, we went to storage and got the refrigerator. I strapped it to a dolly and we loaded it right up. Took it up and dropped it off on our driveway. And then we went to my cousin's. First, we went to Menards to get new washer hose for my uh, aunt's washing machine. And I needed to get a couple things. Because even though there was a shutoff valve for the gas line, I still wanted to plug it. Just in case if I was moving around back there, something else happened and bumped that valve, it wouldn't be leaking gas. So I got that. I got a vent cover for uh, the dryer vent where it went out of the house because you can't just leave that as an open hole. And so I went to Menards, got all this stuff, went and got the working washer, took it to my aunt's, and I actually installed it for her. You know, it's not complicated work, you know? Get the old one disconnected, the old hoses off, connect the new hoses, make sure you got the hot water to the hot water intake on the washer, and same for the cold. Loaded the old washer into the truck, cousin and I grabbed the chest freezer, loaded in. When we get back to the house, well, we loaded the chest freezer first. That way we went up the drive and took the old washer down, put it next to the fridge, and then carried the chest freezer upstairs. You know, and so then I worked on the following day. I got the gas plug put in. Now, the thing is, is once again, if you can't see, you have to think around stuff. Because whether you're doing water line or you're doing gas line, unless you're working with plastic pipe, you want to use pipe dope, not plumber's tape. And so you don't want to get the pipe dope into the gas line or water line. It can create a lot of issues later on. So, how, how would I get around this? I filled the plug with paper towels. Then I put the pipe dope around the threads. I crammed paper towel into the opening, put the pipe dope on, and then I was able to take the paper towel out. And it kept pipe dope from getting on the inside. I got it tightened down, got everything, you know, set up. And after it set for a little bit, turned on the gas. Didn't smell anything. Everything was good to go. So then, of course, Wednesday was the day that the lady was coming to get it. That's why everything got put up, because people that do scrapping, I'll tell you what, man, they can get into some disputes over whose territory's who, who has the right to this, who has the right to that. So the lady didn't want me setting the stuff out on the curb because somebody else would have just come and scooped it up, which I get. So, you know, Wednesday I used the dolly and I hold every piece of every appliance out to the driveway. So it was ready. So when they when she came with her two sons, they just grabbed it off the drive, loaded it and they were gone. You know, and. I think she was a little shocked just due to the fact it was all sitting and ready to begin with. But for two, my uncle told her ahead of time, he's blind, but he knows what he's doing and he can work. You know? So, 
if you don't try, you aren't going to be able to do anything. And you don't have to start with something like plumbing. You can start with anything. You know, but I mean, I've talked before too about how I've split wood with the with the splitter, a splitting mall, not a log. Well, I've done it with the log splitter too with my uncle, but I used a splitting mall, swinging it like a sledgehammer, chopping wood. You just have to be careful. You have to be smart. You have to make sure you know where your feet are. You have to know where you're swinging it. And you can get the field down pretty easy and get it done yourself and not have to be dependent upon somebody else for doing it. That's the point of it. Now, there's a lot of things in this day and age that make it a lot easier for a blind person to live 100% on their own with no assistance. As far as the internet, ordering your groceries online, Amazon, stuff like that. Part of that, you aren't going to do it unless you have somebody that's willing to take you to the store and help you find what you need. Or unless it's a small town store that's willing to help you out. But the thing is, is if you're willing to try to do stuff and figure it out on your own, there's a lot of stuff you're able to do on your own where you aren't going to need somebody else to help you. And that's the thing. I mean, I could have sat around and like danced around that washer and dryer that's half blocking the hall and bathroom and stuff like that until I could find two or three guys to come help. Or I could do what I did and I got the shit done within a week instead of who knows how long I had to wait. First off, you got to find guys that are strong enough to be able to help you do something like that. Because, yeah, dryer's light enough. Two or three guys could get it done, but you're going to need that fourth guy with the washer because you got to lift it up, and those things are heavy. Lift it up over the railing and hand it down to somebody. You know, so first you got to find people that are strong enough and then hope they're willing to come help. And I'm sure I could have, but then you got to scheduling. When's everybody going to be available to come help? Because you're going to be screwed if only two out of those three guys show up. You might be able to make it work, but it's going to be pretty rough, Jack. And especially if you're that, and since I'm taller and strong, I can tell you I'd probably be the guy on the bottom set of stairs trying to catch the washing machine. And if somebody slipped it, slipped and it dropped I can tell you I didn't want to be the guy under that but I was able to think around the problem to where hey you can think around a problem and still need help but it's still going to make it easier to do but I don't think there's enough of that in the blind community especially the blind group I'm a member of and I'm not talking shit I'm not trying to degrade you so don't take it that way. But one of the problems within the blind community is if somebody has a job, then other blind people who don't are pieces of shit. They don't understand unemployment is over 60 or 70% within the blind community for a reason. And it isn't because all blind people who are lazy and don't want to do anything. That is a share of it. <laughs> 
but it's not all of it. It's not close to being all of it. But I've seen other people be degraded for certain things. You know, because there's another blind dude in the group that I'm talking about who also chops wood. You know? And he didn't do it, but it'd be like him sitting and degrading somebody else for not being able to chop their own wood. Because guess what? There's blind people who are tech savvy. I ain't one of them. I can learn it. I have before when I've needed to for a job. And I can again. And will. But there's a lot of, I can do it so you should be able to. Well, fuck off, because that isn't how life works. That isn't how most of anything works. Because that's the thing, like, between me and my girlfriend, Mary, I mean, the amount of, I mean, she could work circles around most sighted people when it comes to computers and technology. And then the stuff that I can do around a house or out in the yard and stuff like that, I mean, most people wouldn't believe we were blind. But that's just because they're ignorant and haven't been around it. Make their stereotypical assumptions. But part of it is, is within the blind community, so many people are not willing to try because they're afraid to try and fail. Because we know if we try to do something and we fail at it, what somebody's going to say. What were you thinking? You can't see. Why would you try to do that? Which is ridiculous, obviously. Now, the first piece of plumbing I did on my own was in an apartment. It was a double-sided sink. Both drains are leaking. And after two days of waiting for that worthless landlord, Chad Jose, fuck you, dude, I got sick of it. So I went and got the two drains, got the new piping for underneath, and I did it myself. It's not complicated. Just have to pay attention to what you're doing. And it's kind of self-explanatory when you do it. Then I gave gave him the receipts and less the money for rent. Should have taken some off for labor too, but whatever. You no, know, it was one of those things. It's like either sit and wait, and who knows how long I'm going to have to go without a sink, and who knows how he's going to fix it. Because I doubt it would have been as good a job as I did. It would probably been with some kind of gorilla tape or something just to try to keep it from leaking, you know. But I took the risk and hey, if I just screwed up, guess what? I was out of a sink regardless until it was fixed. And if I bought that stuff when it didn't work, I'd have been out 25 bucks. But because I, because I tried it and it worked, I got my money back for the parts at least, and I got a sink that worked a lot of hell, a hell of a lot quicker than I would have otherwise. Because something as simple as working out, blind people don't want to do. 
because they're afraid. Because for the most part, you're going to need a partner with you. Or you're going to need a trainer. You're going to need somebody to help show you how to do it, where things are, all that kind of good stuff. But I can tell you something. It's just like I've talked about working out how much better it makes you feel. What it does for the psychological aspect of your well-being. It's a pretty good feeling to be able to get all that stuff done myself. And then when I talked to my cousin, and see, that's the thing, my cousin, he wasn't surprised. You know, Mason wasn't surprised at all. I was like, oh, by the way, I got that shit done. He's like, he's like, I was ready to help. I mean, that's all he said. You know, it wasn't like, what were you thinking? You're blind. Because he knows. He's been around it, I guess. But he knows. So I can tell you, though, the feeling of getting that kind of work done on your own, or at least be, you don't have to do it all on your own either to get the benefits of it. Just being able to get some of that stuff done. Because when it comes down to it, I could have loaded that refrigerator myself on a dolly. I could have moved those washing machines myself on a dolly. I could have done the, hell, the chest freezer was small enough I could pick it up. In fact, I did, because we just, I needed to finish plugging the gas line, and I needed to get that cubby swept out and scrubbed out, like that dryer vent. You know, they didn't sell any caps for inside. They were all vent covers for outside, which blows open with air. <clears throat> which, if the air's wind's blowing on the outside, it can catch the flap and flop it up. So I had to get a vent, and it it was one of those vents that works kind of like blinds where it's got three flaps or whatever that'll blow out, whatever. And I bought some Gorilla Glue. Yeah, guess what? I didn't try gluing it. I had my mom glue it. And it sat overnight. Then I plugged the vent pipe with old socks that were pretty much junk. Then I put the vent that vent cover on, you know? But once I got that done, got the gas line plugged, got everything swept up and scrubbed the floor and all that kind of good stuff, yeah, I picked that chest freezer up by myself to lift it over the toilet and put it into place. You know, I could have done all of it on my own with the exception of getting what I needed at the store. Which I still didn't get exactly what I needed because with the gas, you know, I'm standing there at Menards with my aunt who's guiding me and with my cousin. I'm holding the gas line hose that went from the gas line to the dryer. And I'm telling the guy exactly what I need. Instead of talking to me, he starts talking to my cousin like he's the one doing it. And my cousin, he hasn't messed with gas line before. He didn't know. He's like, oh, okay. And so one of the pieces that I bought was pointless. And then I had to take another piece off the gas line to make the plug work without having to go back to the store and get something else. You know, so that was kind of an issue. 
And it was because that guy acted like I didn't know what the hell I was talking about because I was blind. But the point is, I could have done all that myself as long as my aunt would have given me a ride in her truck. And, but I didn't. Because, yeah, sometimes it's nice having somebody to help you do stuff. It makes things a little easier. Cuts down on time, makes it easier. But I still did what I could to simplify things and get it done quicker. With dismantling that washer and dryer. So I could get it out of the house on my own. So, no, you don't have to sit and look at something and say, well, I can't do all of it, so I'm not going to do any of it. Once again, there's certain things that's going to help being around other people that have done it and listening to what they're saying, asking questions, stuff like that. But a lot of stuff when it comes to plumbing is pretty self-explanatory. You just got to use your head and think. It's kind of like with the gas valve, with the valve on the gas line. Well, obviously you don't want gas just leaking, so you have to have the gas shut off. And if there isn't a valve there on the line by what you're working on, then you're going to have to shut it off to the house and buy a plug to plug the line when you get your appliance disconnected. Because it could be a stove, it could be the dryer, whatever. And if you're not going to be putting a new appliance into that space that uses gas, you're going to have to plug it. So... There's so many things that we can do. Because that's an attitude of some people too, whether they're blind or not, but it's definitely prevalent within the blind community. Well, I can't do it all, so I'm just not going to do any of it. Why bother? Well, if that's the kind of person you are, then I guess I'm wasting my breath. Because that's not being blind, that's just being a lazy fuck, plain and simple. You know? There, there's always somebody that can explain things to you. There's so much you can do on your own. So, you know, I, I could keep on going, but what's the point? You know, I think I've proved my point with what I gotta say. So don't just look at something and say, well, I can't do that. Think about it. Think around it. I mean, obviously, the other important thing is make sure you got the tools for it. You know? Now, when it comes to pipe wrenches and stuff, I have my grandpa's old pipe wrenches. So I, I could clamp down on the gas line, on the joint of a gas line. I didn't want to tear into the actual gas line itself just in case. But... I was able to, like, get a good hold on the joint with that and then use a crescent wrench to take the piece out I needed to take out. You know, so obviously you got to have the right tools for something. But I didn't even use the proper tools to dismantle that washer and dryer. I used a needle-nosed pair of vice grips to take those screws off because I couldn't find my sockets, <laughs> which that would have cut down on the time a lot more. If I could have found that socket set. But, and it doesn't have to be plumbing that you start on either. It can be anything that you start to try. I mean, some people won't clean. Well, I can't see to clean. Well, neither can I, and guess what? That means I can't spot clean. 
That's what it means. You're not going to see, oh, that table's dusty, so I need to clean it. What it means is you need to deep clean every time. So it helps to cut down on how much junk you got sitting around. But that's how I always cleaned my house. I deep cleaned once a week. And I could get my entire house done when I was renting my own place in a half a day. Maybe five hours. You know? Scrubbing the floor. I scrub instead of mopping. I run the sweeper the best I can. Trying to get up as much as I can. But then I'm on my hands and knees so I can feel with a free hand while I'm scrubbing with the other. You know, you can do stuff on your own. Start small. Start with scrubbing the kitchen floor or bathroom floor. You don't have to see to be able to scrub a toilet. You got bleach and you got a toilet brush. Put bleach in, let it sit for 10 minutes, and then just go around the entire inside of the toilet with the brush. It's not hard. Then you got a clean toilet. You don't look like such a filth cake if somebody comes over. You know, start with small stuff. That's why on my YouTube channel, when I did some of the cooking things, I didn't just jump in. Like, the other day I made some uh, chicken chorizo. I found a recipe for, uh, actually, my mom found it, and then Mary refound it and sent me the recipe, like, for the seasonings and stuff. And I used an old-fashioned meat grinder that was my grandma's. It was one of those hand crank ones, and I ground up four pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast, and I made my own chicken chorizo. But on my YouTube channel, I don't start by saying, we're making our own chorizo today. No. I used a pizza crust that came in a can that was like a roll, like biscuits do, and a jar of pizza sauce. I wasn't showing you how to make your own crust and your own sauce. I've done it and still can, and it's delicious. But you got to start somewhere. That's the thing. You know, instead of starting off trying to make an omelet, start by making scrambled eggs. Because that's all feel. But I don't know. I guess my rant's done for the day, but you got any questions or comments, concerns, anything like that, don't don't hesitate to hit me up at littlemb6580 at gmail.com. Till next time, y'all take care.